Kyle Brandt's Basement is brought to you by Caesar Sportsbook. Hey, welcome to the basement. Last time I did the show, I was on the road. I was doing it from Kyle Brandt's car. If you saw it, it was really fun. My wife wasn't crazy about it, but I hope you were. Some people said, that's the best show you've ever done. Screw you. Welcome to the new best show I've ever done, one featuring Josh Allen, number 17, the Buffalo Bills, who is waiting to come on just momentarily. We're going to get right to it because obviously there's a lot to talk about. The Bills season ended at the hands of the Bengals. We're going to talk a lot about the game. Uh, I'm going to just do it. If you've been following the, and maybe hilarious or maybe not, uh, conspiracy theory about DeMar Hamlin at the game, we're going to ask about it. We're going to ask a lot of questions about it, and we're going to see what other conspiracy theories Josh believes in. Also, everything that happened in the game, uh, he and Steph Diggs, everybody, we'll get into it. Without further ado, you know him, you love him, Josh Allen. There he is, as always, our guy, number 17 for the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen. Josh, welcome to the basement, as always. Thank you for having me on. It's uh, probably the saddest week uh, I've been on, but, you know, life goes on. It really does. And we're going to talk about it. But we have so much to get to, dude, that I think I need to get to the biggest topic right off the bat. Everybody's waiting to write about it and blog about it and podcast about it. The major motion picture Super Troopers, my friend. I've watched it. Should we discuss it? Absolutely. All right. So I hope, if you, I hope don't you know, enjoyed it. Josh, I know you texted me you said... Oh, yeah. You said you texted me or you texted me. You said you loved it. So I, I want to hear your thoughts on it. Um, I'm a I'm a huge fan. This it's it's been I, I, I quote it so many times. I mean, there's so many quotable moments in this movie. Uh, it's so off the wall, too. Like, it's uh-huh. it's awesome. So you had prepared me for the first opening scene and I wasn't prepared still when he eats both bags. It's kind of funny because I felt like I was kind of tripping myself watching the scene because it's so confusing what's going on. I had known about Super Troopers from my friends, like some of my like old stoner college friends, but I never actually seen it. And I feel like you did when you watched some of the movies I recommended, like now I get the jokes and I get the memes. I had heard about the Meow game. I had no idea it was from Super Troopers and they started playing. I'm like, oh, Meow, I understand it. Like I I was thrilled. I love the movie. Yeah, it's again, it's awesome. And that first scene, the snozberries taste like snozberries. And <laughs> the, the underrated part in that scene is like, dude, yeah. you eat like a hundred bucks worth of pot and like twenty bucks worth of shrooms. So I'm gonna eat hundred twenty bucks whenever you get a chance. <laughs> the guy's just like, just tell me to eat this. Like it was, it's such a, it's such a fun movie to watch. And it, people can hate on it for the type of humor it is, but that's right up my alley. Well, it's the kind of week we need humor, and I'm going to give you something that you may not expect. So um, I watched the first half, and I had to stop because my whole family and I, we drove to Buffalo, as you know. So we're driving across the state of New York, and you cannot make this up. In the city of Colchester, New York, I am pulled over by a state trooper, and I get a speeding ticket, pulled over, ranger hat, everything, in the middle of super troopers, I was pulled over by a trooper. I got a ticket and it no was not way. a cool, funny trooper. Like I got, we got, I got cited and everything. So right in the middle of the movie. It was crazy. You should have just been like, are you really going to give me a ticket right now? <laughs> that would have been. See, 
if I had done, I'm sure all the troopers know the movie, right? I should have, but like, dude, I was speeding you really fast because I was trying to get there. I got the ticket. Yeah. What? What is it? A six and a half hour drive? Yeah, it was more like seven plus because we had a lot of bathroom stops for the little kids. When's the last yeah. time, Josh? When's the last time you've been pulled over for any reason by police? Speeding, broken taillight, anything? I actually got pulled over last week. I was going. Did you? I was going a little quick. Yeah, it's thirty miles an hour. I was going forty-five, and I was coming uh -huh. from dinner. Uh, but I got, I got a, I got a lead foot. I don't drive super fast. I just drive yeah. fast enough over the speed limit uh -huh. to get you pulled over. Um, <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta, I gotta tone it down just a little bit. So how'd it go? The guy comes in, license and registration, and he's like, and then does he look at your license and be like, dude, tell me about it. Just tell me. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he comes to the side and he's like, yep. And I'm like, I was going a little quick there, wasn't I? He's like, yep. And I'm like, sorry about that. He's like, all right, I'll give you a warning. So mm -hmm. I got off this time. I'm not, I'm not that lucky all the time. Um, but, you know, they're, they're just doing their job. Um. Last question on Super Troopers. I want to do a Super Troopers podcast with you. We'll do that maybe in the offseason. Do you have a favorite Super Trooper in the film Super Troopers? It's, it's I mean, it's got to be Farva, right? Yeah, dude, yes, yes. yes. It's got to be. Gotta be. <laughs> I like Farva. And I know he, <laughs> he, he's, he reminds me so much of like one of my dad's best friends. His name's uh, BJ Dietrich. And okay. just like... The funniest things you can think of is is what he says. Like he is BJ's the man, but um, he's so like actually BJ's the one that told me to watch this movie. So th this oh, really? is this is my type of humor, and he knew that. Yeah. Um, so shout out BJ. But it, I mean, I don't want a large farmer. I want a damn liter of cola. Like it, <laughs> there's so many little little instances of him too. Like come in, come in, Unit ninety one. Do you need my assistance? Like he's just just kind of thrown in there at the beginning. You don't know really what's going on and you find out why he's kind of suspended. Um, and he plays such a big role in the end. I mean, I can, I know I can legit quote like basically a hundred percent of that movie. It's um, it's funny to say if I were he was mine as well. And he tweeted our conversation, Kevin Heffernan, tweeted when you and I talked about it last week, Farva is like a full idiot. And that's why I loved him. And the fast food scene, fast food scene is incredible. So she was in on your recommendation mm -hmm. and we may need to have Heffernan and the boys into the basement sometime in the off season. You down? We may, we may need to actually, uh, they have another show called Tacoma FD and I was told about it by one mm -hmm. of my security guys at the bills, Paul. So I, I turned that on and it's very similar humor too. Um, it's, it's basically super troopers, but they're firemen. So I <laughs> suggest that you watch right, that if you have any free time. It's it's basically yeah. like just background humor that you look over and you can uh, listen to it for, for a few seconds and not miss anything. But it's pretty funny, too. I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy who says shenanigans. <laughs> hey, what's <laughs> that they get him to say yeah. yeah, shenanigans. That's the best. Um, so Farva, we love you guys. And we're going to watch the Fireman Show. Uh, Josh, I want to say this. You guys lost. It sucks. And uh, I love your team. Uh, I love all you guys. And I'm, I'm very sorry that your season ended. I want you to know that. Well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, we wanted to win, obviously. Uh, every time we play, you know, we played a win and just didn't go our, our way uh, Sunday. And, you know, it's a tough pill to swallow sometimes. But again, life, life doesn't stop for anything. We, 
we found that out a lot this year. You know, there are a lot of different adversity that this team has gone through. And uh, I really respect and appreciate my teammates. You know, we were able to lean on each other um, throughout the year when, when we really needed to. And um, again, you know, losing sucks. Losing your last mm-hmm. game sucks. You always want to win the last one. There's going to be 31 unhappy teams at the end of the season. That's that's a fact. Um, you know, and if you don't win the Super Bowl, it's going to feel like a complete failure. But, you know, I don't want to lose the side of what we did this year and, and, you know, how we got better. And, you know, first-year play caller with Dorsey, and he's only going to continue to get better and, um, mm-hmm. you know, bring in majority of our core back. So, Obviously, we want to continue to get better, and uh, we, we want to accomplish our goal, and everything that we do from here on out is going to be towards winning a Super Bowl championship. You know, I'm less interested in belaboring every single point of the game and every single moment. What, what I'm really interested in is just is how you're feeling. I know that you said yesterday that you were sick to your stomach. 24 hours later, how do you feel now as you're sitting here? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't doesn't really change all that much. Um Mm-hmm. Physically, I'm I'm fine. I'm I'm a little bruised up, but that's Good. that's typical for a playoff game. Um, but just you know, there's a, that feeling in your gut. You're like, man, we we didn't take care of business. We didn't execute the way we wanted to execute. Um, you know, we didn't have our stuff that night, and um, you know, we gotta we gotta stay together as a team and and not let this be a distraction for us. And uh, again, use this as fuel to the fire. And again. It's, it's every year, man. In the NFL, it's hard to win in this league. It's hard yeah. to continue success. It's hard to make the playoffs. It's hard to win playoff games. So um, we got we to gotta find that way, whatever it may be, to, to get past uh, this little hump that we have. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to take all of us. It is. And I, I've said this all year, and you know this. I bust your chops that you're my second favorite Buffalo Bill. I love Dawson. I love Dawson for a lot of reasons. I also love that he's really blunt sometimes and with his emotions in the media. He was saying yesterday, he's like, we're in shock right now. And I thought that word shock was interesting. Does it feel like shock? Like you're like, I, oh my God, we lost. The season's over. Or is it starting to settle in and that really happened? No, I mean, it is It is a feeling of shock because you don't ever yeah. expect to lose. Um, and when the season, again, our, our job – is so abrupt, you know, how it stops if yeah. you don't win. It's just like, all right, see you guys. And to know that that sets in and then all of a sudden, like, man, I played maybe my last game with 15 of these guys or 20 of these guys. Mm-hmm. Some guys mm-hmm. might may never play again. Some guys may retire. Some guys may move to, you know, BFE and I'm, you know, rarely ever talk to these guys again. But um, it, it's, it's just a, it's a surreal feeling because, you go all of OTAs, you have a little month and a half break, and then it's from training camp till, you know, late January, where you spend basically every day with these guys, and all of a sudden it's just chopped, and you're kind of on your own. And uh, that's the hard part. It's the, the the camaraderie, but it's the scheduling. It's the punctuality of it. It's just like now the offseason is so, so different because, you know, you wake up whenever you want, and – what I found out as a rookie was just like, you got to figure it out. Like you got to, you got to talk to a vet and figure out what their schedule is and try to get your schedule and what makes your body feels the best and how you mentally prepare going into the next season. Um, You know, it's like the off season never, like there is no off season. That's, that's, that's a cliche, but it's kind of true because 
you know, I feel like I, I'm, I'm always the quarterback of the Buffalo Bills at any point in time. I'm never not that guy. So yeah. um, just trying to trying to figure out how to navigate, you know, really life without football is, is tough sometimes. It's tough for a lot of guys in the league, and it's tough when, again, you hang up the cleats and really not sure what to, go, what to do and where to go after 20-some-odd years of your life playing football. And, um, you know, luckily I'm, I'm not that – in that position, but I know there's some guys are, and um, it's, it's hard to say goodbye to this game. And it's hard to say goodbye to your teammates and, and that relationship that you've built with so many different people um, throughout the year. Well, especially this year, I mean, this year was, was very unique. And, you know, there's this theory out there, Josh, that the bills had just gone through so much emotionally that it finally caught up with them. And it was all this off the field stuff that they showed up and they just weren't themselves. And it finally caught up with them. How much of that do you believe? Mm, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I can agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, I mean, it's, it's easy to make excuses in that mm -hmm. regard, but at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's a man whooping man game. And um, we didn't have our stuff Sunday. You know, that's all it, that's all that mattered. You got to find a way to, to come out on top. And uh, we didn't. And that's something, again, that we're going to have to live with and continue to fight with and um, learn, learn from it and grow from it. And, you know, hopefully if we find ourselves in this position next year and, um, you know, we can we can continue to win these games because, again, a Super Bowl is the only thing on, on our mind. And that's the only thing that we want to do. Candid observation from from my perspective, this is just someone who knows you a little bit through the media, watches all your games. You guys did not look like yourself on the field. There was something that was off. There was something that was missing. That's just from my perspective. And then Milano came out and said, we were just lacking juice. We were lacking some sort of energy on the sideline. Why was that? Uh, I don't think we were executing the way we wanted to execute. And I think execution creates energy. And that's a, that's an easy mm -hmm. way that you can do that. So um, when obviously coming out and, you know, touchdown, three and out, touchdown, three and out. Yeah. You know, we're down 14 nothing after two drives. And it's just like got punched right in the face and we just didn't punch back. And, uh, you know, that's that's the that's the unfortunate part. And again, we had our chances um, right before half. We had a chance to cut it down to one score game, get the ball mm -hmm. at halftime. You know, who knows what happens then? And, um, you know, simply put, we just didn't execute well enough. Was there a moment either on the sideline or maybe at halftime, you know, where you or Poyer or Dion or somebody screams or punches the locker or does anything about like, this is not us. It was something like that go on at any point during the game. Honestly, not really. Um, yeah. You know, we were 13 and three throughout the season. We lost three games by a combined of eight or nine points. So we yeah. never really found ourselves in a situation like that. Um, you know, when we were down by multiple scores other than maybe the Ravens game early on in the year. But again, the way that we handled that was everyone stay calm, don't blink, like we're going to get things going. Uh, and just it, that never happened uh, this last game. And um, again, I'm sure you could pin it on any number of reasons. But the fact is, you know, that's I didn't execute well enough. My team didn't execute well enough. And uh, that's what happens when you don't play at a high level versus a really good team that has a good game plan. And um, you know, if you're not coming out and executing and playing with energy and, you know, making plays, a good team's going to beat you. 
appreciate you doing this. You're always great at this. And you're always great at recalling specific plays. I'm going to give you one. 734 left in the game. It's a fourth and six. You go to Gabe. It's broken up. Take us through that play. What were you looking at? Yeah. Um, you know, fourth and fourth and you said seven? I think it was fourth and six, yeah. Fourth and six. Um you know, obviously, it's a point in the game where it's like, all right, we got, we have to, we got to get this, or you know, our chances are running out very quickly here. So, um, you know, I had a couple different combinations with like a little Utah combination on the right side, and um, you know, talked to Diggs and tried to get him on a go. Safety kind of flew over the top of him, so I peeked backside and um, just trying to make a play. You know, and they're they're only rushing four, so they've got seven guys in coverage and. Um, you know, just trying to make a play and give somebody a chance, and it uh, just didn't work out. And Gabe's made a lot of those plays for you, and you guys have made a lot of those plays in the playoffs together. Uh, sometime in the aftermath of that on the broadcast, Diggs is on the sideline. He's emotional. He's upset. His arms are out. He's saying whatever he's saying. Um, I talked about it the next day on my show, and I didn't like it. That was my opinion on it. You talked about it yesterday, gave your opinion. It's, Steph is a very fiery competitor, and you're going to continue to work forward to that. And I'm going to respect that, Josh. I know you guys have a relationship that is not about talking about each other. It's about talking to each other. So um, I know you will. And uh, I'm going to leave that statement as it is. I'm, in, I'm curious, though. One of the other things you said after the game, this concept of peaking. You know, you've watched football your whole life since you were a little kid and you were at church waiting to come home for that, for that early kickoff. It's not even just about the best team. It's about playing the best at the best time. Like through these early years of your career, what have you learned about how do you peak at the right time versus the wrong time? How do you do it? I mean, it's it's kind of a hard uh, hard assessment of you know how you peak. Yeah. It's sometimes it's naturally, sometimes uh, it comes a, a variety of different ways. But um, you know, early on, I think we had our our best stuff. You know, in our first you know four know. or five games is when we were playing at a pretty high level, and um, you know, just got to continue to find ways to to play at a high level. And I know there's so many different factors in a football game and every situation is different. Um, and you're never really in the same situation twice. So again, just got to be, be able to trust each other on the field. Um, do our one, one 11th is what coach McDermott preaches and play really good complimentary and situational football. And again, we just didn't have that, um, this last game. And, um, you know, I take that upon myself of, you know, we got to find, we got to find something to get us back on track and, uh, you know, that it'll be a learning moment that we can we can use moving forward. One of the things you and I talked about earlier this year that I thought was pretty cool was that when Von Miller joined the team, he had this whole thing where every week in the season is an album and each week is a different track. If you're looking at your career right now as an album that you're doing, and let's say you just completed track five, what kind of song is track five? Oh, um, <laughs> it's a sad song. Mm. Mm -hmm. it's a sad song. We didn't, we didn't accomplish what we wanted to accomplish. Obviously, I, I want to bring a, a Super Bowl here with my teammates um, to Western New York and, and the great city and fans of Western New York and, and Bill's Mafia. So um, I think it's a it's a slow, slow song. But I think there is again. I talked about this in my presser. Uh, was it yesterday or two days ago? Um, yeah. The adversity and mainly the the Demar adversity. You know, you can't really have a sad song when uh, when he's up and doing well. Um, 
So that that's a huge silver lining for us. And just knowing that he's okay and that he's continuing to get better each and every day and to see him in the facility um, each and every day is a blessing. It really is. You know, it might be a sad song, but there's some sweet ass parts to that song. There's an incredible guitar solo. There's some great verses. I know it didn't end like you want, and I, I totally get it. What was your favorite moment from this season, year five, your favorite moment? I think uh, Naheem's kickoff return. Yeah. <laughs> that one, that, one, Number that one? one's up there for me, like all-time plays. Like that's yeah, that's pretty cool um, to, to continue to sit here and think about that, like the, the circumstances of it and um, – yeah, that, that one's up there. Uh, you know, and again, we did a lot of good things as a team this year. And I don't want to. Oh, yeah, you did. It's it's hard to sit here and, and, you know, think about that and be happy about that when the season ends the way it does and it ends so abruptly. Um, but there's a lot to build off of and a lot to grow from. And, um, you know, the talent that we have, especially the young talent, is only going to continue to get better. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to, to getting back to work with my guys. Josh, we never hit this before. Are you generally in life? Are you into conspiracy theories? Uh, absolutely. They're fun to think about. Like what? Like what do you like? Uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> Come the on. moon landing. Yeah, okay. The moon landing's up there for me. Um, yeah. Still not quite sure if I believe that one wholeheartedly. There's a lot of. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just, again, I don't want to be this flat earther guy that's wearing a tinfoil hat and people think of me of that. <laughs> but it's fun to think about some of these cons conspiracy theories for sure. You do, do you think the earth is flat or round? Let's just establish that for the audience. No, I definitely think the earth is, you know, spherical. <laughs> God bless you. All right, here's the reason I ask. So, Newsweek. New York Post and other outlets are running stories about a DeMar Hamlin conspiracy theory in which people are suggesting that he was not at the game on Sunday and that it was some sort of body double conspiracy cover-up that goes on and on and on into the tinfoil hat territory. Would you like to debunk that conspiracy theory or maybe confirm it? Yeah, that's that's stupid. Um <laughs> That you said, main like there's mainstream media outlets pushing this. There's mainstream media outlets. There's people with like really legitimate heavy followings who are saying the fix is in. Um, that was not Demar. His face was covered. He had sunglasses. He had a hat. When they went to him on CBS, you couldn't see him. And that there's this next level conspiracy that that was actually not Demar Hamlin at the game. They're saying it. One, that's that's Demar swag. That's what he like. He works wearing that. Um, two, he was in the locker room with us pregame so yes that was damar um <laughs> as far as the whole cloning deal uh i yeah. know that i saw damar had posted something to put like hashtag clone or something yeah. playing into it which i think is funny but um yeah it's a, it's a trophy fish it's pretty big so i don't know what to say yes. okay so you, you you don't think that you were yeah. duped by fake damar in the locker room when you saw him let's just get that out there I don't think so. If it is, who knows? But that's my guy. Are he you was, suggesting there's maybe a chance it was? No, there's absolutely <laughs> zero chance. There's absolutely zero chance. That's okay. Demar Hamlin. That's our guy. That's uh, our brother. He was with us. 
pregame, postgame. He was up in the suite with his family, his little brother, 100%. So people need to stop. I got it. Stop this. Good, because if you say 99, you know this as a moon landing guy. If you say 99, they'll be like, see, see, Josh says 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, again, I, right. I don't know if I can 100% say, though, that the Earth is not flat. <laughs> well, why is there, that? There's, again, like, have you been to space? No, I've seen photographs and video from space, but I've not been to space. But you've seen photograph and videograph, and again, people can still say that could be altered. It could be, uh, you know, made up on you know computer animated. Until I get to space, that's when I'll 100% confirm it, and that's why I can 100% confirm tomorrow because I saw him with my own two eyes. Uh, but as far as the Earth, I, I do believe it's spherical. But until I see it, okay, you know, there's always that 0.0001% chance that who really knows. Because I'll tell you this, 17, when you say people could suggest it was altered, I'm thinking maybe you're suggesting they could be altered. I can neither conform, confirm nor deny those <laughs> allegations. All right. This is good. This is, We'll pick this up in the offseason. We have only have a few minutes left with Josh and the great Sky Allen, who is tearing up a new blanket. What's she doing? Is she a good girl? She's a good girl. Um, all right, couple questions left. Um, nobody watches more football than you. You you play football, but if people don't know, Josh loves watching ball. Will Josh uh, watch Bengals Chiefs on Sunday? I'd like to say no, but I probably will. Mm. Why do you want to say no, and, and why will he watch? It's good. I don't want to watch it because you know that it's going to hurt to watch it. You want to be in that situation. Mm. Uh, you want to be in that game. Um, but at the same time, like you can always find a way to get better from that and watching that type of situation and try to use it as a as mental reps. So I'll more than likely watch it. Yeah. Josh, who wins the game? I won't be as invested as invested in it, maybe. Um, mm -hmm. But I'll still mm -hmm. like I, I wouldn't okay. care who comes out on top. But who do you think? Who do you think wins that game? I don't know. Yes, you do. It's Pat versus Joe. You know it's, these uh, teams? I, I don't. I, I really don't. Uh, it's Pat versus Joe. Um, all I know is if the Bengals play that way, they played pretty well the other night. They're going to be tough to beat. But, again, it's it's Pat Mahomes and, and Travis Kelsey. That, you know, you look at what Travis Kelsey's done in his playoff career, That's it's it's really unbelievable. He's incredible. He had 14 catches, and it was like, like nothing last week. All right, Josh. Uh, are you going to go and participate in the newly imagined Pro Bowl events pre presented by Verizon? Are you going to do this? Not quite sure yet. Okay. So Las Vegas, you were voted in. It's, of course, you're right, as many players do to pass. Are you weighing your options? Like, I, I want to know. The people want to know. What Just what are you thinking? You don't have to give an answer. What, what's your thought process on this? Um... You know, it's it's good to get away from football for a little bit, especially right after the season. Let the body rest and recover. Um, mm -hmm. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty bruised up. I'm not gonna lie. I got a lot of bumps and bruises. Okay. And uh, we'll see. I'm not not a hundred percent in. I'm not a hundred percent out yet. Mm -hmm. um, but there's some other things that week that are pretty cool to be a part of too. That we'll see. <laughs> 
would it help your case in doing it to realize that there is a long drive competition that Peyton and Eli will be drafting for, and that could be you? Yeah, I I would win that. Okay, I'm, pretty, I'm, now I'm we got fairly something. positive about that. How, how far are you ripping one if you if you step up to the tee in the long drive competition? What do you got? Uh, I mean, no less than three thirty. <laughs> That's the basement. Wow, 330. That's, okay. Yeah. That's but that's that's juiced numbers off the simulator, you know? No, I understand. So we'll see. Um wow, that could be you versus who knows, Justin Herbert or somebody with the NFC. Uh so Peyton and Eli will be watching this. Josh says a basement of 330, and if he hits the cart path, it could be like 410. Um, so if he's there, we'll find out. Josh is playing a lot of close things to the vest right now. Moon landings, Earth is flat, and Pro Bowl attendance. And that's why we like him. He always has a little bit of mystery. Um, Josh, you're the best. We've done this all season. I hope we continue to do it. Um, is there anything that, that we're forgetting or that we're leaving out that uh, you'd like to say or ask or any theories or anything? Any theory? Yeah. Everybody can comment. I'm sure you're going to tweet this. Comment your what? best conspiracy theories. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. Let's. I want to hear some some new conspiracy theories that I can okay. kind of look up and research because I, I, there's like again, you believe everything. You're a fool. You believe nothing. I think you're even an even bigger fool. I think that's a quote. I'm not sure who says that, but mm -hmm. there there's some stuff out there that you know where there's smoke, there's fire. Um, yeah. So I want to hear everybody's conspiracy theories that they got. That's a great question. Internet. Have at it. That's JA17. That's Sky Allen. Will we see him at the Pro Bowl? We don't know. We have no idea. He is now a man of mystery. Uh, Josh, appreciate you doing it. You and me, dude. Team Ramrod. Team Ramrod. Love it. I'll Thank see you, you later. Maybe in Vegas. It, maybe not. Thank you guys. See you, dude. We'll see. I'll, I'll keep you updated. All right. That's our guy. What an appearance that was. Who would have thought that here it is today, Tuesday, a couple days after the Bills season abruptly ends, that <laughs> we're talking about some of that stuff. Uh, the moon landings and um, 330-yard drives. The offseason comes at you fast, doesn't it? Lots of other stuff I wanted to ask him, but that was too much time. We had to let him go. We'll see him soon. I, next week, I don't know. Everything is up in the air for Josh right now, as you can tell. Hopefully next week. If not, soon. We'll be back here tomorrow, and so will you, I hope, too, my friends. I'm out of here. KB from the basement, where I will be until the next road trip. Thank you. Love you. See your way out the door. Close the garage on your way out. You know how it goes. See you tomorrow, guys.